Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, you guys, welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today's an awesome day uh, because we have a special guest with us. Rich from the RC Network is on the phone, and we're going to ask him just a few questions about the RC hobby, how he got into it, uh, kind of some of his favorite aspects of it, and all of that. So, hey, Rich, I got you on the phone there. Yeah, I sure do. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, your channel is one of the first ones that I watched when I was getting into the hobby and really trying to learn more than just play with my stampede in the front yard. Awesome! Thanks for uh, thanks for watching. I've been I've been a big fan of your channel as well for quite a while as well. It's uh, really fun to see the RC community online. That is for sure. It it's really got a life of its own, I think, in many ways. I've tried other communities. Uh, I do fish keeping and stuff like that, and it's not quite the same as the way that the RC community uh, comes around each other, and uh, or at least I didn't find it to be the same way um, in the same community that I find in the RC. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially when you get people face-to-face, you know, outside of social media, I think, it, you know, people really kind of click because there's that commonality of you know, we like to play with toy cars, so <laughs> it, it, it's pretty cool, you know, just meeting someone and, and they have that same interest, you know, that, you know, and that's the kind of the downfall of the, the hobby is that we kind of keep it as like this kind of like hidden closet hobby. And it's such a cool hobby that almost anyone can enjoy. So I, I like to kind of share that. And that's kind of why I started the whole channel, because, you know, I had just a few friends that were into it, but I wanted to share kind of my thoughts and ideas to more people and that's kind of why I started the whole thing. Well, I know it's been super helpful to me from the, uh, the low C 10 that I got. And then also the, um, from that, I, I started watching your Yeti build that you did with that, like military, uh, you know, the plane mouth shark oh, yeah. thing that you did. Gosh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. When I, I look back, I was looking through your channel again, trying to figure out like, what was it that was the first thing that I started watching on your channel and then I saw the low C10 build stuff that you did, and I said, that's what it was. But on the way scrolling down, I, I saw the um, the Yeti, and that was another build that I followed. Um, but, you know, I bought MIP tools and all that because of uh, seeing you use them and all of their um, stuff got me kind of hooked on the MIP brand as well through your channel. Yeah, but they, they, make some, they make some great stuff. But it's also amazing looking back, you know, because, like, brands you see the change that's happened over the last five years probably you know this is going back six seven that i was looking on your channel but um you know dromeda was something that you had on there you don't hear much from them as much anymore they're still around a little bit Uh, um but team durango uh, yeah there's there's been quite a few things that have kind of uh either folded or you know there was different uh mergers and that, that type of stuff that went on in the industry. So it's kind of sad to see that go, but I, I think that we've gained um, some pretty big new names uh, in the RC community. I mean, you got 
brands like Arma that, I mean, gosh, who, who can't top the, one of the best, pretty much, you know, 400, $500 RTRs on the market. And they're doing crazy things with those things. Yeah. Well, I even looked at like you had the Raider way back in the day. Um, some of the early oh, stuff yeah. that they had, um, on your channel. So what got you into it? How long have you been into the hobby? First of all, Oh gosh. Well, I, I started the channel in 2010 and originally it was named, uh, rich MTV, uh, for mountain bike. I was really heavily into mountain bikes and mountaineering. And I, I literally started the channel to share some mountaineering videos with a buddy of mine that lived across the country. Cause there wasn't really a way to share video back then. And, you know, I, I, I shared that in like 2010. And then I think December, 2010, my wife bought me a, a slash four by four for Christmas. And I, I got the, I got the slash, you know, and I was, you know, of course starting to upgrade it and I didn't know how to change the pinion gear. So I went onto YouTube and I, you know, searched it. And of course there's this video on there that kind of said, you know, how to do it. And it was dark and shaky. And, and, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I could, I could do a better job than that with my iPhone at the time. Right. So I, I, I started doing that and, you know, I think, uh, the the RC bug just bit me hard on the slash. And I, of course, you know, like everyone else out there, you know, you put a thousand dollars into a slash for some reason. Oh my goodness. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, so that, that was my first. You're not getting your money back thing. on that one. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, after that, it was just, you know, from car to car to car and, you know, just like you, I, I've seen some of your collection and I mean, it, it's just from, from one thing to the next thing, you know, what can I upgrade? How can I make it better? Well, this car is better than the one I have. And, you know, so that, that's kind of how the whole thing started. Yeah. RC yeah. and YouTube and everything. Yeah. I mean, they grow quickly, don't they? The collections. It sure does. I mean, gosh, I think the, the last collection video I did was in 2018 and I think it's just a, a rough number was like between 50 and 60 that I had at the time. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an addiction. <laughs> yeah. I, I say we have a little bit of hoarders in us, in our nature as hobbyists. Yeah. Um, Cause if you're really getting into hobbies anyway, you know, there's so much, the fascination, there's like this fascination that you have that drives you to do it anyway. And I think that there's a little bit of hoarder in, in whatever that fascination is because you want to keep growing and building what you're doing. But then you have this fascination oh, yeah. of what you built a little bit and you don't want to let go. So, sure. but, um, yeah. So you, that was your first RC car was 2010. 2010. Wow. And, you know, I, I always kind of liked it as a kid, but you know, of course I, I grew up in the eighties and yeah. mom and dad didn't have a whole bunch of money back then. So, uh, I always admired it. And I think even in like the, maybe the, the nineties and even into the two thousand, I, I always had a, a wanting to do RC and I, you know, I would go into these hobby shops and all you saw were these like super complicated nitro cars. And yeah. I just didn't have the interest to, you know, first of all, you're looking at a $500 price tag, you know, to start. And, and, you know, I, of course the money issue, but then, um, you know, as electric came into it, I, that's what kind of drew me to it even more. It was just super simple, super simple and more affordable 
was the two things. Yeah, I know that we got into it too. We raced BMX and um, we'd go into the BMX shop and they always had, there was RC cars in there, a couple, and you'd see them in there. And plus the guys would bring them out and jump them at the BMX track and always wanted one. And my dad had kind of got us one, like a Nico. Um, no, it wasn't. It was a, a Lobo is what it was. So it was one of the more decent ones. And, um, you know, we took it all up slides backwards and jumped it off the slide and killed it. Um, and parts weren't as easy as they are now to get. But, um, you know, uh, we didn't have, you know, we'd watch the lunch boxes and all that. And, you know, once we'd killed that one, there was, there was no, uh, fixing or whatever. It went to the trash and I didn't have one again until 2013. And, uh, that was like many years later. So your first one was a slash. How long did you keep that before you said you wanted to do something else? Maybe three months. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, it was. I mean, and, you know, of course there's, I had a really close friend that, um, you know, he got me kind of interested more into the hobby. And of course I get him interested in mountain bikes. He's now a mountain bike fanatic. And of course you, you see where it brought me to. And, you know, I, he bought an eight scale buggy and, you know, at the time, I think it was an XTM. It was made by, um, I think hobby people was the, the, you know, the brand that brought it out and it was a terrible, <laughs> um, eight scale, but he bought that. And of course he was running four S on it, still running two S on the slash. And, and I just couldn't believe the power. And, you know, he convinced me to go pick up one of those. And that was within at least three months after, the slash purchase. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that's a quick turnaround. I, I had my stampede for longer than that. I think I had it almost a year before, um, I bought another one and I don't yeah. even remember what the motivation was, but I couldn't put it down once I bought the first one, which again was the Traxxas. It was the Gravedigger stampede. And, um, you know, we live close to the home of the Gravedigger, And I was always a fan of monster trucks as a kid. Uh, and, um, so since it was nearby, it was the one to get, uh, and they didn't have Bigfoot or USA one or any of the other names that I used to love as a kid. But, um, yeah, it wasn't until I started building the track and then realized I, I couldn't jump the grave digger as much as I wanted that I started looking at the low C10. Okay. And, uh, cause we had right. a local track and I, you know, I was watching, I'm like, well, what do I need to buy if I want to come out here and jump all this stuff? And they pointed me at that, but it had like a $500 price tag. So it was ready to run. Yeah. And, and I remember like even on the, the 10, you know, they had the, the almost ready to run. It was basically, I think no electronics and a clear body. And I think that's the, the first 10 that I got a hold of. And mm-hmm. it lit- literally, I just took some of the electronics out of the slash and threw it into the 10 just to, and I was blown away at the 10, you know, the, the 10 was just a huge upgrade from the slash at the time. Yeah. Well, I ended up just giving mine away to a buddy and it was still running awesome. Um, yeah. And they've gotten rid of or changed the name, I guess, of that platform, right? Because that's basically what the new TT is, Pro? Yeah, I think so. The tenac- yeah, the Tenacity, I think, or I forget the names now. Yeah, and I think the TT is for like Trophy Truck, but it's got it looks the same to me. Um, yeah. Basically, it's got that cool new Falcon body to it. but So... So you've started with a slash. Now you've come. What what is it in the hobby that's kind of like your favorite thing or your go to uh, as far as the hobby goes? And first, 
I'm I'm gonna say I didn't know you started in 2010. I'm very impressed with how quickly your build capabilities came along and your knowledge of all of this stuff because it's, you know I watch your videos and yours are definitely the go-to on builds or any of the technical stuff. I always go to your videos. So hats well, off thanks, to man. you for that, man. But where have you? What What yeah, would you I mean, say is driving you these days in the hobby? Well, I I think in 2018 I took a little bit of break from the the channel and a little bit of RC too. I kind of hit the pause button for a while and kind of enjoyed the family. We we went on some huge trips um, back to the East Coast um, as a family, and I kind of hit the reset button back then. And since then, I mean my big motivation now is just to do, you know, a few builds each year that really means something. And I know back when I was, you know, really churning out videos left and right. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that I was showing that, that love for the actual hobby versus, you know, just getting mm. videos out. So now I'm, I'm kind of focusing on, you know, just a few builds each year to really drive me. And I think, you know, two things that, I'm working on right now, of course, the, the Techno EB48 2.0, their new 8-scale buggy. I mean, I'm still driven by 8-scale power for some reason, okay. especially in a little 7-pound buggy. It's, it's cool to see all the power it can turn out. And then on the scale side of things, I'm building a, a 1.9 rate from Axial that um, I picked up just an RTR version, stripped basically most of it down, and just going to do kind of like a, a fun little um, fast build for the rate. So I, I kind of like the new little 1.9 too. Hmm. So do you actually race them? Or do you just well, I, bash them with the, I mean, the techno, a lot of guys race those. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a builder at heart. I like to okay. build stuff almost, almost more than I like to race them. So I have gotten into a little bit of racing with, um, with like the rock racing stuff. I was heavily into that in 2017, 2018. Um, so that's kind of what I'm directing the, the one nine race to as far as the techno, I just like to go out and turn laps and have fun. I, I've never really raced buggy before. Um, it's, it's super competitive. Um, and I just think that kind of takes the, the fun out of it. So yep. I like to go down to my local track OCRC and just turn laps with it, or I'll go out to like, um, revelation or even thunder alley and just turn laps with uh some of the eight skills so what do guys say when you turn up do they come and look at your builds or interest from seeing it online or what's that like when you when you head on down it's it's honestly humbling i mean it originally when when i did some of the videos you know i never really showed my face on videos until like gosh probably like 2016 or so and no one ever really realized who I was or, you know, the build. They would recognize the paint job sometimes uh -huh. and some of the decals and stuff that I had on there. And they would, hey, they would say, hey, are you, are you rich? And, and that was pretty cool. And now it's a little bit more. Um, and, of course, they, they know the builds and they see me at OCRC. So it, it's a little bit more than it was in the previous. And, I mean, I'm just a regular guy in my shop building cars and turning the camera on sometimes so right it, it's it's humbling to see that you know that there's people actually watching these videos right yeah that's cool i was just curious because i figured with some of the tracks and stuff and i see a lot of guys out in california running so i wasn't sure if you ran into other people or 
or what that recognize you or your builds. Yeah. That's cool. So I see you have the max. I saw that video about a week ago. Was that one? Yeah. Have you got to run that thing yet? I haven't yet. I mean, there was some rain issues in California. I know it's hard to believe, but we had rain and then drought. I kind of got into this, yeah, this techno build. So my goal was to actually run it today, hopefully. Um, It seems like our ground's a little bit drier than it was last Friday. So uh, hopefully that thing can hit some dirt and kind of see what it can do. I'm pretty impressed with it so far. Yeah. I mean, just looking at it compared to, you know, tracks back when I had like a slash. So oh. it, it's pretty impressive. The, the, what they've done with plastic in that thing is unbelievable. I, I say it was the most durable car of last year to come out for sure. Uh, yeah. It's, it's stupid durable. So I just ordered uh, some, the widening kit from Traxxas for mine. Um, uh, I've been eyeballing that. Big time. <laughs> yeah, nobody here could get them with just black arms. Like, they, I think all they could get was green at the hobby shop. Because oh, I normally, okay. I normally yeah. go through my hobby shop to get everything, um, but they couldn't get the black ones, and they didn't see a date foreseeable. But I ordered them from Traxxas, and they came. You know, they shipped same day. So we'll see. Wow. But um, yeah, I'm hoping it changes a little things for. It. I'll be curious to to see how you uh, handle it and all that out on the the jumps. You got a pretty cool yeah. place where you take them to bash. Yeah, we have a, a really cool kind of like hidden, you know, bootleg kind of place uh, here in Orange County. And it's, gosh, I, I've known about it since like the 90s, but I always saw like, you know, BMX kids out there and even motocross guys were out there at one point. And, wow. and uh, it, I mean, it's a, just a cool little place. You know, it's kind of behind a fence. No one sees it from the road. And it's been there for, you know, 20, 30 years now. That's really cool. And it's nice and loose yeah. looking to me too, like so that, that they can slide a little bit. So you might yeah, have exactly. a pretty good experience with the Max, whereas mine, yeah. mine tends yeah. to traction roll pretty bad. Okay. But I don't yeah, have that loose dirt. Of it. Yeah, but if you've got that loose dirt, it might be awesome, you know. So yeah. it really all depends on things handled differently on different terrain, and your experience might be. I mean, when I did take it to loose dirt, I loved it. Um, yeah. So – um, so you've got the techno you, you're looking to run here coming up soon. You've done a lot with crawler yeah, stuff too. Is that something that you get into the scene of I there? Know. You know, just back to my building race, I, I like building them. I yeah. like to kind of modify them and you know make them your own and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I didn't really drive too much of the crawler stuff i got into the rock racing heavily right but then a good friend of mine you know we went out and we did the um the axial um uh six by six. Oh yeah and that just kind of like piqued my interest back into crawling again and then we did the trx4 i finally drove that thing i think i've had it for like a year and a half now so i was finally able to drive that thing that thing's just amazing i don't know I've what, heard what that. Traxxas did to that thing yeah, they I pumped mean, some kind of steroids into I, it. Yeah, every line that I thought I couldn't make, it just kind of it made it. It was amazing, and it was pretty much stock. I mean, I did some upgrades that you know didn't affect really the tires. It was stock tires, and it just did amazingly well. I I keep hearing people say like the the basic kit, the just the TRX4 Sport, yeah. is just the most unbelievable truck. So I had the the Land Rover. Just because 
I just love defenders. So I travel around the world for work doing video production. Yeah. And every like my dream truck is a defender. If I could get one here in the U.S., I would totally have one. Uh, except yeah. the cost makes it a little bit tough because you can't really get them here unless they're considered historic vehicles. But they don't pass yeah. all of our safety and emission standards. But um, I think it's more for the other cars that they might run into since they're a tank. But uh, sure, I I just I wanted one, so I tried to build one out of a G made, and it's got leaf suspension. It's just I don't like it. it. You know, the body pops off. I never found a good way to mount it. And so when they came out with that, I'm like, boom, I'm getting that. And uh, <laughs> so the dig is super, or not the dig, but the the diff, locking diffs is super cool. But it, it's a really heavy, top-heavy truck with all the stuff on it. And I wasn't willing to take all that off because that's what made it a defender yeah. to me. So I need to try one of these kits um, because I just keep hearing about it. And in my mind, like the go-to, like, out of the box best truck would have been like a Wraith 1.9 yeah. because like I got those for my kids and it's like, you know, their first day they're taking lines that I'm failing with my, you know, SCS X10 <laughs> and I'm trying to show them yeah. and tell them, well, you need to do this as you're coming and approach and they just go right over everything and up. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Give me that <laughs> controller. And, um, there's, cause they're just amazing <sighs> vehicles, but I hear that this, this is the way to go is this TRX four. Um, so I need yeah, to try it. it and just kind of like, you know, the, the differentials, it's cool that they lock and they, they you can unlock them. That's, that's cool. Maybe if you're doing some fast stuff racing, you know, to unlock the rear diff. Right. But I messed with it maybe two or three times and they're just, they're fully locked now. I don't, you don't I don't mess with them too much. Yeah. So, I mean, if I were to do it again, it would be the T-Rex or sport yeah. builders kit. Okay. And just, Yeah. That's kind of the way to go. Yeah. Mine would just be like for if I want to do a turn, you know, better turning radius and all that with the unlocking, but yeah, not, not needed that often. Um, or to switch where you'd make it. So it'd grab with the front tires and instead of the rear, if you're on a incline that would flip you over stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. But so do you have any plans for the six by six? I know you like building and that, that's a ready to run. Is there build stuff you plan to do to that as far as making it your own, changing it up? It's so hard because it's such an odd vehicle. It's not like you can put a different body on it. And I mean, I guess you could just put a cab on it and kind of make it a flatbed. flatbed. But it, yeah, it's kind of odd. And I mean, you look at, you know, you're looking at three axles, six shocks, six wheels, yeah, seven if you do a spare. I mean, the price just adds up so quick on that thing. So yeah. I think just stock for now is fine on that thing. It's 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 a great performing truck. I mean, you have six wheels driving it. So yeah, one the the length of it gives you incline. I mean, you can just tackle oh, yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, I haven't tried it yet. I've been eyeballing it. I keep eyeballing it every time I go into my hobby shop. But it's yeah, it's tough. I'm I feel like I'm falling behind on things like you mentioned, like trying to stay away from that thing where you're just doing stuff because everybody needs you to is expecting it. And you're not necessarily having fun, whether it's the yeah. people that are watching or the companies that, you know, are wanting you to do reviews on stuff. Um, but I mean, I just picked up a Kyosho uh, Dodge charger and I've had it in the box here 
like back in the day, if I'd have gotten something, it'd have been like out of that box the same night, video oh, shot, yeah. uploaded, <laughs> and I'd have been driving it the next day, getting more videos, uploading. But now it's been sitting here for a couple of days and it's just, you know, I need to get into it. But And I want to drive it, but I don't feel like I can drive it until I do an unboxing video to show it and talk about it. <sighs> I think that's the, the most unappreciated thing that a lot of us YouTubers go through is the unboxing issues. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many times I brought stuff home and it's sitting in a box and it's like I, I want to drive it right now but I know I have to do an unboxing video first. Right. I don't know how many times I've done that. Even, even with the max, I think I had the max sitting here for a good, you know, two or three weeks before I took it out of the box because I wanted to do it, you know, on camera. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you don't want to do a dirty unboxing. Like people are like, you know, no, you've been no, driving that thing. Terrible. Yeah. Of course you can then give a better explanation of it. And so I'm not even, I don't even like unboxings that much. But yeah. so many people do. I there was a time when I said I would never do them, and then I yeah. I did one, and then everybody loved it and wa- you know and watched it. I'm like, well, crud! People really do want these things, and so <laughs> here we go. But, well, and, and here's why I started doing unboxings, and, and as stupid as they are, I me honestly, I can only get through maybe two or three minutes of them, and I I almost hate editing those videos now, but. The reason why I do them is back when I first got into RC 2010, I would walk into my local hobby shop, which was hobby people out here in California or uh, ultimate hobbies, which is an orange and God bless them. But all of their boxes were completely sealed with warning labels on it saying, do not remove from box, you know, like, so there was nothing you could really look at in a hobby shop was, in front of you, you know, if right. I wanted it, my, my biggest question at the time was what's the difference between the, the flash here, the 6808 and the platinum, you know, I, then I would sit in there reading the box. And, and so finally, you know, I kind of turned to YouTube to see, you know, what really a, a platinum was versus a 6808. And, you know, even down the line, you know, I think even with the, the 10 that I did, I put a, a Tekken setup into it. And my question was, do the motor wires, come in the box i didn't know that and i looked everywhere to see if the motor wires and no one mentions it and that's why i did an unboxing of a a tekken rx8 i think at the time yeah i mean and and i get it i watch them now if i'm gonna buy something whether it's a camera or anything i go and watch videos on them now on youtube i want to see what it comes with i want to see the menu systems um you know same with the cars i want to see all the, the all the different aspects like do i have adjustable turnbuckles or not what parts are plastic in my mind? Yeah. I hope more parts are, I, I like plastic because the way I jump things, I bend metal. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'd rather have, you know, I'm, flexible I'm plastic you, man. and everybody's like downing cars because they are saying they're all plastic. And I'm like, man, I'd give me plastic any day, you know, for certain things, yeah. give me metal shocks and, you know, drive shafts, stuff like that. But, um, gears, but arms and shock towers, uh, you know, chassis, if they're done right, even, you know, like the max sure. you'll see when you run that, that chassis is a beast. But, um, yeah. Well, cool, man. This has been awesome. I learned a lot about you and your channel. I, you know, I would have thought that you'd been in the hobby as a racer or something as a kid, 
growing up based on kind of the stuff you have on your channel, the detail that you go into things and know about um, the RCs that you, you go on and the builds that you do. So impressed. Consider me impressed with how quickly you've, you've picked this up and, and how well you explain it as well. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I had some inspirations during my time. Of course, uh, I think Jane from Ultimate RC was kind of my inspiration to make my videos look similar to his or yep. at least mimic his. And, uh, you know, there's there's been some other people out there, too, that have been great inspirations. And I don't know, I just I like to help people out. And I, I think even to this day, I've, I've answered probably 98% of every comment that goes on my videos. So. That, that was my whole goal with the channel was just to, yeah. you know, help people out that may not be, you know, next door, or, you know, across the country. So, yeah. And that's one other thing on top of making the videos and doing all that is, is keeping up. Cause I'm the same way when I started my channel it was literally just to show people how much fun this hobby is. Um, Cause once I got in, I was, you know, I try and tell everybody about how much fun I was having. And, um, you know, at that point I was making videos on YouTube on my personal channel and people were liking them and commenting. And so I decided to start a channel. Um, but you know, keeping up with the comments, cause like you, it's for me, it's about helping grow the hobby and helping people out. And so I answer, if they're like serious questions and things, I try to answer them, um, and try to reply to comments, you know, unless it's just like awesome video. Thankfully, YouTube sure. now has that little heart button that you can let somebody know that you saw it um, exactly. without having to be just like, thanks. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. But yeah, definitely trying interacting with everybody that comes through. Um, but Rich, anything that you would want to say? So t- all of us speaking about this and wanting to help people, uh, somebody new that's listening in the hobby, just getting into it, anything, uh, words of wisdom that you'd give as we uh, we close here? No, I mean, the biggest words of wisdom is just do some research, um, you know, make sure what you're getting is, you know, going to provide you the fun and value that you're looking for. And you can do um, that you know, on the favorite. RC network guys, little plug for them. <laughs> That's where you can do some <laughs> research. So go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no. And you know, that was kind of my biggest mistake way back when was, you know, I bought things that I probably shouldn't have bought that I didn't do research on. So do a little research and, uh, the hobby is great. I mean, you can't go wrong these days with some of the cars out there. It's a, uh, it's a fun hobby and go out there and get some outdoors in and enjoy the family. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Rich, for coming on here. The while my batteries charge podcast guys, thanks for tuning in as always. And uh hope you guys learned a little something today. Learn something about rich, the hobby, YouTube, all of that. And I hope you have fun RCing this weekend. We'll see you guys. Thanks, Tony.